near-death experience podcast, an ongoing exploration of spiritually transformative experiences, including NDEs and other phenomena, in order to elucidate the ineffable and better understand our spirituality. All episodes are available at ndepodcast.org. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and guests are not necessarily those of NDE Podcast, the NDERF, any sponsors, or for that matter, anyone else. In the end, the only opinion that really matters is yours. Welcome to Near-Death Experience Podcast, the official source for audio accounts of the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation. I'm Chaz Hathaway, author of Life in the Spirit World, What Near-Death Experiences May Teach About Life on the Other Side, available both as ebook, a softbound book, and now audiobook as well. You can get that on our website, neardeathexperiencepodcast.org. Today I'm going to share with you a piece of an interview that I had with Daniel Lovett. Now, he was interviewing me for his uh, radio show, Sozo Talk Radio, which we will provide a link to in the show notes, and as well as a link to the entire interview. Um, but he was interviewing me, but as part of this discussion, uh, we had a wonderful conversation about his uh, spiritually transformative experience, and it, it very much matches the near-death experience type of, of experiences that people have uh, that we talk about on this show, so I thought it'd be a great addition to this program. So let me share with you in this episode the piece of that interview that involves his experience, and then if you want to hear the rest of the interview where we talk about my book and, and some of my experiences, studying near-death experiences and so forth, um, we'll have a link to that on the show notes. So here is my discussion with Daniel Lovett in the portion where he's talking about his experience. Yeah, because actually when I went into, I went into a vision a year ago on May 22nd. Oh, is that right? As I was saying. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I, when I confessed all my sin to the Lord, and I invest. I, I I invited Jesus into my deepest fear. Yeah. And it was uh, it was the just the combination of those two things that Jesus like okay welcome home, yeah. and I like shot out of this dark realm, you know, and I instantly began yeah. speaking in tongues, wow. and like exploded out of me, mm-hmm. and I had re- near perfect interpretation. The only time wow. I ever didn't during the whole experience was for my own good. Right. You know when they withhold something from you because they know. This is going to cause <laughs> Daniel to, to crash in the doubt, you know? Yep. So, which isn't a great thing. But yeah, I was like, I'll deal with you later. I'm saying to like these evil <laughs> entities as I'm hurtling out of this, you know, yeah. out of this place. Yeah. And I came into the in-between world where, you know, don't even know how to describe it exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jesus approached me. Um First person I saw was Jesus. He's coming toward me with a big smile on his face. And I knew he was like in the role. I sensed like he was in the role of high priest. Yeah. 
And so he approached me and, and I was, I, when I first saw him, I'm like, I want to live out of you. I want to live out of you. I said yeah. it three times, really loud, shouting at the top of my lungs. Yeah. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he's like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And he comes up and, and, he, and he, as a joke, inside joke, he does the sign of the cross on me, you know, because he's got such a <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's like anointing my, my newborn soul with his blood, oh, wow. basically. Oh, and, um, you know, and uh, like, like I was born again, yeah. you know, like maybe yeah. this is the born again experience. Like you actually get to come into heaven yeah. while you're still alive, you know? <laughs> and I know like a lot of people might take issue with that because they're like, well, I'm a born again believer. Well, right. yeah, you're a believer and it's, and you signed up for the, <laughs> the full rich experience, but you might still be a baby in the womb of the matrix. That's right. You know? And I knew, I knew I was, and I was yeah. like a well-developed child in the matrix still. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear more about how your sense of his personality, because that's one of the things that's astounded me in my own research is is just the depth of his personality, his sense of humor, like you mentioned, and just uh, how how he just connects with people so readily and easily. You know, there's nothing fake about it. So what are your what are your what was your experience with that? Yeah, with him, it's it's always like he's always very gentle with you and mm. very mindful of where you're at. But And it's funny because I've heard other people, you know, with different personalities who, you know, they they have boxed with Jesus because yeah. that was what that was what they that was what they you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wrestled so cool. with Jesus, yeah. they, you know, um, and there's there's a lot of comedy going on in heaven, Love like it. like seriously. Um I even told my friends, I'm like, this is kind of how I picture it to be sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're speaking in tongues and you're thinking you're saying the most spiritual thing in the world. And they're, and the host of heaven are actually having you read an alien, you know, uh, <laughs> a grocery list from like some <laughs> alien culture. You know, and they're laughing. They're like, check off. this guy. Check this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just thinks it's so into it. He's like, oh, you know, and I'm just like, you know. I'm speaking in tongues and just fellowshipping and uh, all this stuff. And they're just laughing their asses off. It's like they're inviting us to, to enter the joke, yeah. you know, to enter the humor of heaven. The joy yeah. of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And not to like, you know, like even our lives are kind of like a joke, you know, right. in the grand scheme of right. things. Right. It's like a joke. And, in, and, in, and you'll be laughing for, for millennia after this yeah. about your life and things. Have you uh, come across the the new series? I think it's Vid Angel that puts it out called The Chosen. Have you have yes. you seen that at all? Yes, and I love it. Yeah, but, uh, go ahead. Go I was this. moved to tears even when he was like, "And here's our new location." You know, he's showing you know yeah. on YouTube uh, that we that the Lord provided for us. I'm like, yeah. "Yes, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> this is amazing. It's all part of the awakening, really." Yeah, people are going to be waking up to who Jesus Christ really mm-hmm. is and who we are in Him, and really who we are as Him, because we're yeah. all fractals of His soul. That's why we know Him so well. Because it's like, "Oh yeah, of course I know you, because you're me and I'm you, and yeah. we are one." Yep. You know this oneness that we share with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. And that's why Jesus can confidently say, "They won't follow a stranger." No. They'll listen. They'll hear my voice and follow me, but they won't follow a stranger. And I'm under the oh yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say I'm under the impression that those who feel like oh I don't I'm not into this Jesus stuff, it's simply because they they haven't 
felt that connection yet, and they see him as a stranger. And because they see him as a stranger, well, of course they're not going to follow him. But right. once they see him for who he really is, not only will he not be a stranger, but he will be probably the being that they feel closest to in the universe. You know, and, and, and I think that's, you know, like you said, that awakening that starting to happen, people are starting to starting to connect a little bit more on, on a deeper, more spiritual level and realize this Jesus character that we keep hearing about is so much more than just, you know, some ancient history character, you know. That, that he truly is. And, and anytime we diminish Jesus Christ, we're diminishing ourselves. So he, he is the name above all names, yeah. to be exalted uh, above all. And, yeah. and he is our head. He is the representative head of all of creation, all of the cosmos, all of creation. Yeah. You know, it, it's through him that all of creation came. By him and through him and for him were all things made, Colossians 1 tells us. Yeah. And that gives us all purpose that we, we find our meaning and purpose in belonging and family. See, yeah. it's family. It's all about family yeah. and belonging uh, to this family of, of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and what he's establishing and yeah. how he's <laughs> weaving it all together and righting all wrongs, making everything sad come untrue. Yeah. You know, which is a line from the Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. You know, I've always been fascinated by words and I love, you know, in, in in reading near-death experiences, the thing that keeps coming back is there's just no words, you know, to, that can describe it. And yet, and yet they have to try because we're all like, well, tell us more, you know. And I'm fascinated by scripture, especially, you know. The Bible will say things that, um, it, it, it's like everything is slightly understated, you know. It's like everything that is said, someone is you know, a little bit astonished by something. And you're like, a little bit astonished? I would be like fainting from astonishment from these things. And yet it's so understated. And then comes these words that, that are just like, you know, talking about how he's the Lord of all creation and, and, the, and the beginning, the end, the alpha and omega, and like the biggest words possible. And they're still, because we just don't have the words, even in scriptures, it's still incredibly understated because there's just not words for how great it is it's it's yeah. fascinating to me i find it so interesting yeah it's ineffable as they say yes um, yeah and uh honestly you'll never really understand it until you experience it because mm -hmm. a lot of times with religion you'll be reading it and trying to cram your experience into this <laughs> this this you know what you're reading about yeah. when it's really meant to be an experience and then the bible actually describes your experience and then like oh yeah yeah like i read the bible so different after my visionary experience meeting jesus um yeah and if you if you would like i i would love to share a little bit please, more please please uh, do uh, this five-hour vision that happened that day and many times since actually wow but when i when I uh, you know, met Jesus, he's like, you know, now that he's, he's welcomed me into this realm, um, he's like, okay, now that you're here, what do you want to know? What do you want to see? Where do you want to go? And, I, and I'm like, well, I've heard about this throne room, you know, from other Christian near-death experience stuff, you know. And immediately we're like, you know, teleport there. 
but from a distance, because the Jesus knew this was going to be way too intense for me at this present moment. So yeah. I'm seeing it all from a distance, and it's like the center of a galaxy, you know, like all these these angels, like stars, like you know, it's like all this flurry of activity, yeah. you know, and and you can interpret it on so many levels because honestly, like the way they speak to us and communicate to us is through metaphor. And they kept telling me that over and over again. This is like, this is how we communicate these spiritual truths. So they're way too deep for your mortal minds to comprehend right now. So we're, we're giving it to you on this level and frameworks that we've established in, you know, the, what you call your physical reality and, and such. Yeah. So, and it was too intense for me. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm about to crash again. You know, like this is so overwhelming. Yeah. That Jesus like, okay, I know what you need. Let's go. You know, so he takes me to meet my soul family. And uh, what I saw was lots of beings, like thousand or more beings. And they're all like stadium seating. You can see them up all around you. They can all see me and I can all see them, you know, kind of a way. Um, And they were all standing over these portals. Um portals to their own matrix i i understood so much and just everything i saw yeah. um that the these beings were from other they had experiences their matrix went to other universes to other wow. planets to points in our own human history mm-hmm. and when i first saw them all i was like oh it's me that was my first wow. reaction oh it's me you know interesting like yeah like we're uh we're so one yeah with our tribe and the host of heaven and then what i what i was shown was like i'm like a cell in the body of christ cells are very mm-hmm. small and there's very many of them and they're points of of observation points of the divine life yeah. it's like the i am is having a daniel experience the i am is having a Chaz experience mm-hmm. you know and yet as cells we're connected to a group of cells like that tissue and that's like our soul family yeah and we have a very special kinship with them. They're like our kindred spirit uh, tribe. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. so interesting that you say that too, because so many people, when they, uh, you know, they go to the other side and they have these experiences with other beings and they feel such a connection that oftentimes they will think, oh, well, this was me in another life or, or in a previous life and so forth. Exactly. What are your thoughts on that? Thank you for asking, yeah. because it was indistinguishable. When I looked at them, I'm like, I lived their life. Wow. This is all a shared life. And, mm-hmm. and so the, the whole past lives thing, it really does make sense mm-hmm. um, in, in, this, in the light of this. Yeah. And the fact that that's just a part of the, of the whole, you know, that mm-hmm. we're all, because of what Jesus did, he's the perfect lifeguard. He doesn't yeah. leave any of his kids to drown. And that's actually what the host of heaven, their mission is to reconcile all their own mission to to reach every lost and fallen and that's why we're here we incarnated on mission to rescue the lost and fallen there's certain people in our assignments and um and we'll recognize them when we see them or like i loved you from the first moment i saw you kind of a moment you know to to our friends and to even our mates or in especially our children you know yeah let me see them because so they don't belong to us we, right we belong to them <laughs> we're kind know, of like more like that yeah it's a shared custodianship sort of thing very yeah. interesting i love that 
Well, go on. Yeah. You were you were sharing about uh, what you were. You, so yeah. you were in this stadium kind of setting with your sole family. Yeah. Tell us more. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what interested me was like, wow, other planets. Okay, I'm having like it's almost like it's all happening simultaneously, like simultaneously in the in the past, you know, on on planet Earth. There's yeah. probably like you know future experiences too, you know, that yeah. you could probably access there because it's like it's all eternity but um yeah um so that was intriguing and and then they welcomed me they you know in, a, in tongues like we all spoke this language and that's kind of what speaking in tongues is all about is uh is you know you and your soul tribe you have per some preferred languages and and your preferred language really depends a lot on you and your own your own preference and they'll they'll speak to you in that realm but a lot of it, there's a lot of telepathic, of course, communication. And like you really understand things because it's it's like there's so much is conveyed and emotionally even. Yeah. And you can, yeah, vicariously experience so much because you share consciousness. Even when I was speaking with someone, my consciousness would shift to them to speak to me. Oh, and so it was cool. like I was in them and I was them to speak wow. to me. You know, and and like form a perimeter. You know, yeah. this captain of the host, form a perimeter, you know, and and for a safe experience for Daniel, and go on mission over there. You know, yeah. sending some out that way. So I like melded consciousness with this captain of the host, and they they greeted me with kundahai, which in our in our language means welcome. You know, okay. And there, there was a lot more, um, of course, language going on, but at one one of the first things that they confronted me about. Because that, that happened fairly early on. They said, Daniel, you think your life as a minister of the gospel is more significant than a Hindu in India or someone who's only lived three months. Interesting. And we, you know, we have a real problem with that. They, yeah. they confronted me with that really hard. At, the, at first, I thought I was being deceived or something. Like, are you trying to trick me? You know, like, because <laughs> like, I put weight in that apparently more yeah. than I thought I did. Yeah. You know, like my life's more significant, you know, I'm right. searching for this life of significance. Mm -hmm. We're all significant, no matter what our experiences mm -hmm. is. It all gets uploaded. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything. And God's thankful for it all. Yeah. He's like, we learned a lot from your poor choices. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like we value every mistake you've made. Oh, it's wow. important to us, mm -hmm. you know, um, and just ever all the rich, diverse experience and relationships and emotions to live fully is a great gift to God, you know, right. and what what diminishes our, our living fully is fear. It's it's not trusting our good shepherd that he's leading us into green pastures and besides still waters. And so we're looking for other things, which the Bible calls sin. Yeah. You know, that's diminishing our full life experience. Mm -hmm. These sorts of things. And so. To deal with that, to deal with fear, come into the presence of perfect love that drives out all fear. Um, come in and, and realize you're in the care of your good shepherd and overseer of your soul. And he takes his job very seriously and he, he cares for us and protects us so perfectly that we can have a bedrock from which to launch out, you know, yeah. into the deep experience of life. Yeah, I find that particularly interesting what you're saying about uh, 
you know, like how, because you were trying to live this life of sharing the gospel and so forth, and yet you were confronted about it because every life, regardless of whether it was a, like you said, four-month-old child that, that, that dies, that child is every bit as valuable and important and purposeful as your life with, with your ministry and so forth. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so for, for those of us who carry a lot, of ministry because I know you do as well. Try to we carry, anyway. <laughs> yeah, we carry yeah. a lot of, of service to others, just to remain humble about it. Mm -hmm. And it and, it, and it's a it's a beautiful gift. It's yeah. a fun gift that we've been right. given. It's wonderful. But yeah, humility. that's interesting. And if it's if it's part of that full life that you feel called to, great, do it. Just don't think of yourself as being more important than someone else because of of that effort. That's that's very yes. cool, very yeah. cool. And and I'm just realizing, hey, we're, I'm supposed to be interviewing you, and we will, of course. <laughs> I'm <laughs> loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> this is great. You know, two podcasters. You know, we're <laughs> interviewing each other here. Well, if you're but, okay with it, I wouldn't mind sharing sharing this as uh, you know one of my podcast episodes. If you're okay with that too, just because be this is going yeah, so can, beautifully. Yeah, yeah, I can get it to you. Cool. Um, yeah, and then so what happened when I doubted them? Mm -hmm. When I when I'm like, wait a minute, are you deceiving me? I like I like, basically we're all walking on the water, right? Fellowshipping, <laughs> and as soon as I doubted, I like stepped into this, uh, and I like got submerged, and I was cut off from the fellowship, and I was like alone again. I'm like, oh, this does not feel good. I don't know why I'm cut off. You know, of course yeah. I figured it out. I'm like, because I thought about what they said. I'm like, oh, yeah, the scriptures say God is no respecter of persons. Mm. Okay. Um, I I repent. You know, as soon yeah. as I did that, it was like, boom, I'm back. You know, oh, I'm like, so oh. interesting. <laughs> that but, did not feel good, though. That felt like hell. Yeah. It feels, feels like hell to be cut off from the family and fellowship of heaven that you're. we're all meant to experience. You know what story basis. that reminds me of is in, in, in the Bible when when Jesus is out on the water and, and Peter says, if that's really you, you know, invite me to come out on the water. He says, come. And he starts walking out on the water and he's doing this thing that's never been done in history, walking on water. And this is not, you know, flat, calm water. I mean, there's, uh, <laughs> there's a storm around them and so forth. And, and he's walking on the water. And then he turns his attention from Christ out to the waves. And when, that's when the doubt and the fear and so forth starts setting in. The moment it does, whoom, he starts sinking. It reminds me of that when you described that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, a brilliant metaphor that, that, that partners with that perfectly. Because another thing I was shown is like we're all meant to walk on the water, you know, and that he showed me the things that keep us down. Here's your areas of bondage, you know, and I was shown like these huge, uh, represented by huge boxes connected to chains. It's all metaphorical language, yeah. but they're around my ankles and they're keeping me submerged. And so Jesus is like, let's do some work on that. You know, and, and we went through this inner healing session with Jesus. I did. I did. There's like nine of these boxes, you know, mm -hmm. and like some of them were like, worry. Okay. And I just took this sword or whatever, you know, like chink. So just release it. Okay. You know, anxiety. Yeah. I was really doubled up on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chink. You know, uh, other other sins, areas of bondage that I had in my life. There's, you know, like I said, there was nine of them. We just went through and just released them. Mm. 
know, and, uh, and, and Jesus said, it. yes, it's as simple as that. And you can reattach these anytime you want. Wow. You know, and, it, and it's almost like he said, it, there's, no, there's no judgment. It's just going to cause you more pain and more heartache and going to be harder for you. Yeah. And you can release them again. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. But he also showed me there was an idol in my heart. You know, there's something more valuable to me than Jesus Christ. And he said, you know, he said, that's where I belong. So he actually removed the idol from my heart. And it's like, and then he shrinks down and comes in, into my heart. Like, you know, metaphorical picture. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, okay, thank you, Jesus. I, I do want you in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's something we even teach little kids, like inviting Jesus into your heart, you know, and it's, why not? It's a metaphor yeah. that works. Yeah. You know, it's Well, it's interesting you talk about metaphor so much on the other side too. One of the things that, and, and I kind of discussed this in my book um, just because I kept seeing it so much as there was so much of metaphor being shown on the other side. And, and it, it kind of led me to a question of, well, how much of it is real and how much is metaphor? And kind of the conclusion that I came to is that it's both. You know, that, that everything is so... Um, that, like, for example, there's, there's a woman who, uh, who is on the other side. She's talking with God, and God says, here, put these on, and shows her this massive pair of glasses. He says, these are my glasses. Put them on. And he says, she's like, they're like the size of a bus. <laughs> she's like, how am I going to get these on my face? And she reaches out, and she manages to get them, and I guess they shrink to her face while she's doing it. And then she sees her whole life that she'd already seen in a, you know, kind of a life review. And she sees it through God's eyes and it's completely different. Same experiences, but with a whole different view on things. And and what it kind of communicated to me was that something doesn't have to be fake in order to be metaphor. You know, it's like God really was with her and really was talking with her, really did show her her life, and yet these metaphors of the glasses and so forth acted as vessels to communicate what he was trying to say. And I just thought that was so beautiful, you know, that that metaphor and reality can be one and the same on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll I'll do my best to try to explain that too. And I and I love yeah, that near death experience that. story you just brought up, how she was also shown the earth as a a yes. living entity who yeah. was opening her eye. Yeah. And I'm like, I have actually connected with Mother Earth in such a beautiful way. How Mother takes care of us. And we think yeah. we have things to teach Mother. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, we're like little babies. Just receive the gifts Mother has to give you today. Yeah. It might be in a, in a tomato in your garden. Or it might be like, oh, I stumbled upon this wild edible plant that is, you know, yeah. in, in the forest. It's just so fascinating. Yeah. You know, well, these sorts of things. I'd love to hear more about that from you too, because uh, I'm I'm also into permaculture design, which is me too. Yeah, see, I and it's <laughs> funny because I I discovered near death experiences and permaculture design approximately the same time, totally separate interests in my mind, you know. But as I went on studying deeper, they start merging, and you're like. How how is this merging? But it's there's something to that. Yes, there is. And and as Jesus said, we are we are of the earth. Yeah. And the, and the earth is being ministered to by angels. There's been visions of even angelic craft 
you know, beaming these light rays into the heart of the earth, healing her from the inside out. And all these fractals are just like fractaling out from the center of the earth, like boom, 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 out to the surface. And it's, and this is the cause of like a lot of even the, uh, the darkness coming to the light, you know, and people yeah. waking up. And sometimes there's a rude awakening before there's a great awakening. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of us are experiencing a rude awakening. Mm -hmm. But like once we all decide, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to go the way of love. Like this is, this is like, um, you know, like the Jesus people movement of the 60s and 70s, um, you know, 2.0 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it seems like every 50 years, and we seem to be on this year of Jubilee schedule, mm. you know, for like 1970, you know, 2020. And you can go back yeah. through history and see significant things happening, like in yeah. 1920. And, mm -hmm. and, and a lot of shakeup, too. There's a lot of shakeup because the enemy is always fighting this. He, know, he knows the schedule. He knows the timetable of, of these things yeah. coming out. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, so that is all I'm going to share on this particular podcast of that interview. So interesting. Thank you, Daniel, for um, being willing to share that with us. Remarkable, remarkable stuff. If you'd like to learn more about uh, Daniel Lovett, his radio show is at sozotalkradio.com. That's S-O-Z-O talk radio all one word dot com and you can see other interviews that he's done uh, his insights and so forth very very interesting and if you would like to support this podcast the near-death experience podcast you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nde podcast or by purchasing my book uh, life in the spirit world and again, that can be found at neardeathexperiencepodcast.org. Just click on store. And with that, thank you, you guys, so much again for listening. Thank you.